Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe that you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of the pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. Not a day goes by where I don't hear one of my friends talk about burnout. I have doctors asking, is this even burnout? Like, we don't even know what burnout means. And I'm going to reference a podcast that I was listening to on my drive to work about burnout that I find important for us to understand. In summary, burnout is not just a moment where we're tired, where we're exhausted, but It's actually a choosing, it's a pathway, it's a habit that we have created that was sustained over a long period of time and then eventually put us through the phase of burnout. Now, let's start with what is burnout? Burnout is when you no longer enjoy what you're doing and it just takes a very little minor inconvenience to set you off. That is my version of burnout. There are real definitions. There are a lot of people studying it. But ultimately, it just means that an individual feels tired, exhausted, not wanting to do their work, not enjoying their work, questioning, having cynicism around their work. This is very common in the physician culture because of the way that the workload is designed to squeeze out every minute of a physician's time in order to make revenue for the higher ups. Or even if you're running your own business, you have to meet a certain metric. And the way we do that is by seeing patients. So we're trading our time for seeing patients to make money. I mentioned how burnout is a series of things, a habit that we created, a choice that we made that accumulated over time, squeezing us out mentally, physically, spiritually, and it depletes us. What a habit can look like is let's say you're choosing a job that you don't particularly love but you're tolerating. You're choosing that job because of the paycheck that it provides. It gives you the lifestyle that is suitable for yourself. In that choice, we are choosing to work in a job for most of our lives, maybe 40 years. And each day we show up, we're just kind of tolerating this job because we know every two weeks we're going to get a check to give us the life that we need to have to support our family, to support our lifestyle, and so on. In medicine, the consequences of that gets compounded because one day you show up to your job maybe you enjoyed it in the beginning a lot of us go into work very motivated to do the best that we can for patients but then we get obstruction of the way we practice medicine in the way we deliver care you know one patient needs a medication we're not in a space when we're working with insurance to just write the medication and have it filled by the pharmacy instead we're having interruptions such as how we even deliver that prescription. Maybe we're writing it on paper and then the prescription pad laws, they change now that your prescription pad needs to have a serial number in order for it to be dispensed. Or you're in a state like California where they mandate 
digital prescriptions and maybe your Wi-Fi doesn't work that day and you can't send your patient their pain medication that they are dependent on or they have an insurance that now you have to write a prior authorization for and you can't simply do a prior authorization verbally. You have to do it yourself or your staff have to do an online website where you do a prior authorization and that takes time. It can take anywhere from 15 minutes upwards to 30 minutes depending on internet connection, the, in, the website's connectivity, and all of the variables that come in throughout your day as you're seeing your patients or other administrative things. Or maybe your staff doesn't even show up and now the burden's on you or another staff member and it changes the responsibility load and it affects your workflow. Now that is just one example of an obstruction in the way you deliver care when you work with insurance. Now you may not think or you may not see how one encounter could be so problematic, but we're talking about 40 years worth of life, of work life, of what we're having to do from day to day that will accumulate over time that can make us feel burned out. And it's not just a mental situation. We can have physical consequences of burnout. We can get sick more often. We can experience extreme fatigue. We can get set off by the most minor inconvenience that we normally wouldn't if we were fully intact and not burned out. Our ability to be resilient decreases. I see burnout happen a lot in practices that work with insurance because on average, we're seeing 20 to 40 patients in a single day. And I'm having to explain to people who are not in medicine what doctors really do. And the best way to describe it is seeing patients equals appointments, right? Equals meetings. So let's say I have to see at minimum 20 patients a day in the insurance-based model to make ends meet, to make financial goals. I have to see, I have to have 20 meetings a day with 20 different people for 20 different problems. At the end of the day, I have to write reports about those 20 encounters. And then somewhere along the line, I need to get paid. And so what I need to do with those reports is send it somewhere. And it's not just one place, it's multiple different places because these people have different insurances. So there's different requirements. So now I have to sort out how to send out those reports so that I can get paid. The only way to get paid if I punch in the right numbers, the, the right ICD-10 codes and the right CPT codes and that is what a single day looks like for a physician. It's absurd, right? Now multiply that to maybe you're working three days or as much as six to seven days. And then you multiply that with the number of years you intend on working in your profession. It's no wonder that we're burned out. We have created a habit, a way of life, an acceptance that this is just how medicine is. But it doesn't have to be that way. What I've seen and what I've experienced and what I've counseled others is... When you leave insurance behind the cause of the stressors, you have a different kind of way of life. There's a different level of expectation. You're no longer expected to see volumes and volumes of patients to get paid. You no longer have to send in that permission slip, AKA super bill, to get paid. Instead, you're going to trim down all of the unnecessary things to give care to patients. So if my patient needs a medication, I can write the prescription, they take it to the pharmacy and it gets filled by their insurance. If they wanna use their insurance and it does require a prior authorization, I'm not having to do this 20, 40 times a day. I might have to do it one time a week because the volume in my practice is never 20 patients a day. Maybe it's six patients a day, eight people a day at most. 
Consequently, the prior authorization process is not as painful. It's not as frequent because I'm not running a volume-based practice. Other scenarios. It's probably cheaper to pay out of pocket for a lot of these prescription medications that I routinely prescribe. So offering your patients that education that if they have a crazy insurance, a limiting insurance, tell them to ask the pharmacy for the cash price, whether it be a medication, a durable medical equipment like a boot. Even now we can get stuff on Amazon for at cost price. Imaging, there's a lot of imaging centers that are now offering transparent pricing that is not in the thousands of dollars. I can easily order an MRI that will cost the patient less than $500 at cash price, whereas their insurance might hike up the price and charge the patient $1,500, especially if they have a high deductible and now the patient's responsible for that $1,500. That's the trickery that happens with insurance. And with surgery, because I do a lot of surgical procedures, I can offer patients a better price because I'm not wasting my time with the intermediaries. And when I cut the middleman out, it's a lot more cost effective and it makes it easier for patients to get what they need. That is what life can look like in a direct specialty care practice. But in order to have that type of life that is a lot more value-driven, I kind of hate using the word value-driven because insurances have started to use that word as a different metric, which is super annoying. But anyway, it's quality-based. We are giving quality care to those six patients we need to pay attention to in that day, and that's it. I don't have to fuss with insurance codes. I don't have to fight about insurance denials. I don't even have to look at what their insurance is and figure out what their deductible is, decide if I bill their insurance now or later so that they have the benefits of their deductibles. None of that matters anymore. I can focus all of that attention that used to go over there to insurance stuff directly back into the patient. So I'm not spending seven minutes with patients. I'm spending 60 minutes with patients. The more time you spend, the more valuable your care is to the patient, the more likely you're going to build a trusting relationship with them, and the higher the chances of them actually doing what you ask them to do with your medical recommendations. So the quality of the care that physicians provide without insurance is different than insurance, mostly because we're not having to fight for time, and we're not having to fight to get paid. All of the headaches that we have around medicine I would bet that 90% of it has everything to do with the culture of insurance-based practices. You're seeing a high volume of patients. You're having a high overhead because now you have to hire staff to do a lot of these remedial work, administrative tasks, sending in prior authorizations, understanding ICD codes, and so on. And even our CME educations, we need to stay up to date with coding practices in order to maximize revenue. We have to take classes or do CMEs to even understand what the changes are and how we get paid, that gets taken away once you leave insurance. When you leave insurance, it's a different mindset. We are creating a new pattern, a way of culture, a way of medicine. We are simply saying, this is how it used to be. The doctor has a service that the patient wants and needs and are willing to pay for, and the transaction is complete as soon as the patient leaves the office. That's how you get to an AR of $0. That's how you cut your overhead by over 60%. If you truly wanted to, you can certainly get it up to 90% to be really efficient in your care if you niche down to a very small thing that you want to do. Insurance-based practices, the culture is whoever comes in, you're going to serve them with whatever problem they have. 
and maybe refer them if it's out of scope. That's about it for specialists. So I was taught that any patient who walks in the door with insurance, you serve them. You do the best you can with an undertone of, okay, if it's actually out of your scope of practice, then refer out. But you should try to take care of that patient because that patient is revenue for your practice. And sometimes that offers patients incomplete care because they might be better served elsewhere, completely elsewhere. But if you're fighting for dollars, you're fighting for volume, you're fighting for that one patient, we create kind of this downward spiral of a way of being in medicine. So what's the solution to that? Now that I've depressed you severely about what insurance-based practices was, at least it was for me and a lot of the friends that I speak to, what can we do about that? In order to move from the insurance-based practice mentality into a direct care space mentality, we really have to accept certain things. And what those things are is that we don't have to see a lot of patients to make money. That is one thing that we need to get rid of. The thought, the belief that we need to get rid of is we don't have to serve everybody. When you start with that one belief, it will create a train of beliefs to follow. So once you believe that you don't have to see every single patient in order to make money, which might feel really funny at first because we're physicians, we are very giving, we want to make sure that everyone's taken care of. You know, we tend to take care of other people, but there comes a point where we hit our max. And if we want to prevent burnout or treat the burnout that we currently have, we really need to create boundaries. And that boundary looks like I cannot serve everybody. Say it with me, I cannot serve everybody. As a specialist, that might be easier to say because it's true. As a podiatrist, I cannot serve somebody with knee pain, maybe with an orthotic, but I'm not an expert at knee stuff, right? Or a shoulder thing or a hand thing. Like I know what I do best and I need to stay focused on that. It's really easy to get distracted with expanding our scope of practice. But if we're looking at ways to prevent and treat burnout, we really need to have boundaries and say no, no means no. This is out of my wheelhouse. This is out of my expertise. I know someone better that can help with this problem. So that's one treatment for burnout. The second one is getting into a community that understands where you're at because it's very hard to speak to people who are outside of medicine to even understand the drama that physicians have. And even within the physician community, one person who owns their practice versus an employed physician's different priorities, different understanding of the world reach out to the community that understands you deeply and can help you navigate what it is that you're going through. The last thing I wanted to talk about preventing and treating burnout is I'm obviously not an expert, but I've experienced it myself. And I consistently have physicians every single day talk about burnout one way or another. And if you are feeling severely hurt, this is not a reflection of you. This is not a reflection of some failure that you have. This is a failure of the system to support the workers, the physicians who are helping heal other people. So this is not a moral failure. This has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the system. But the only way to actually treat and get out of that is to reach out for help, professional help. And I'm talking about a psychiatrist, a therapist, people who are legitimately licensed to help physicians deal, treat, burnout. It may start with a conversation with a colleague who's experiencing what you have, reaching out to them, asking them for referrals, seeing who they've worked with that has helped them in their unique situation, and then adapting it to your own, working through it every day. We have to create habits that break away our old habits of understanding, our old habits of understanding that this is just the way medicine is. We have to see a lot of people to get paid. We have to work with insurance. 
Those are old thinkings that we need to get rid of. Of course, there are other contributing factors outside of work, life obligations, family. If you're a parent, you know, life with children, it's not easy. Or even life taking care of your older parents and so on. We have a lot of stuff going on. So getting that professional help, I highly encourage it. And if anything, that should be the first thing you do when you listen, when you finish this episode. It's just reaching out to somebody because you're not alone. The system is designed to burn us out in the way that it makes profits. It has to squeeze time out of us. And the only time to see more patients squeeze time out of us is to squeeze time out of other patients we need to see. It's cyclical. It's damaging. It's harmful. Direct care is a space where we start the healing, where we start saying no to those things, where we start saying, no, this is not how we need to practice medicine. We don't need to see a lot of patients every day to make money. I don't have to work with insurance to make money. There's another way. I hope that I've given you something to work with. This is a deep conversation. I know there's no one easy solution. Even in direct specialty care practice, when we're business owners, we have a lot of stuff on our plate. I deeply believe that direct care is one way to navigate the damage that insurance culture is creating upon physicians and patients. If you found this episode meaningful, please send it to a friend. I know a lot of us are hurting and a lot of us are looking for a different way to practice medicine. And I truly believe that direct care is one solution to the problem we are all experiencing in medicine. That's all I got for this week. Please take care of yourself and I'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect. Find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this. Be the energy you want to attract. See you next time.